Good evening. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated. And this is your Sunday evening market weather update here on August the 20th. Well, an explosion of tropical activity is out there this evening, and I'm going to hit on each one of these very briefly. There are five weather systems in the Atlantic and the Gulf of Mexico Caribbean area. The first one is the one I'm most interested in. That's the tropical disturbance we've been following for quite a while that is going to move through the Gulf of Mexico. It will head for South Texas should get there probably Tuesday into Wednesday. We'll likely see rain fall across much of South Texas and a portion of the coastal bend. The precipitation should be in the one to four inch range. We do expect a potential here for development into a depression. Uh, some folks think maybe a tropical storm will be possible, but nothing stronger than that. If it does make it to a tropical depression or tropical storm, the rain amounts might increase by another inch or two, and the storm system should be fairly quick and moving in and out. There is concern over open bowl cotton conditions. A good chance that the cotton fiber quality will be brought downward, but if it's just a quick event, it may not have a lasting impact. Outside of that, we don't think there will be any stringing of cotton out of bowls, and we don't think that there's going to be any kind of permanent uh, issue there. West Texas is obviously taken out of the uh, potential for getting rain from this system. Late last week, the European model was insisting that the system would come up into West Texas. That is not the case today, and uh, it is unlikely to change at this point. The next weather system is uh, Tropical Storm Franklin, which is expected to move across Hispanola. That is likely to take place Tuesday into Wednesday as well, and we'll likely see that storm system uh, becoming fairly strong. It is going to move across the island uh, and probably impact Dominican Republic most significantly. A little bit of damage may occur, but its peak wind speeds are going to be under hurricane force. We don't think there's going to be a tremendous amount of impact. The storm is going to become a hurricane after it moves out away from the Antilles, and that will occur a little bit later this week. The storm is uh, has potential for uh, producing a little bit of flooding, though some wind damage will be possible as well, but we don't expect the impact on rice, sugarcane, or coffee to be all that great. There's also Tropical Depression 6, which is going to dissipate tonight. That is off to the east of the northern Leeward Islands. I really don't think we need to even worry with that one at all. It'll be gone. Uh, Tropical Storm Emily is the next one to the east, and it is going to stay over open water. There's no reason to be concerned about that as being a threat to North America. And then there's a, a new disturbance that will come off the Africa coast and is likely to develop into a tropical cyclone later this week or into the weekend. Uh, so all of the systems except the one in the Gulf of Mexico will not be a threat to North America. The one that's moving across Dominican Republic is likely to move northward into the Atlantic Ocean. And once it crosses over Espanola, it is likely to not be a threat to North America any longer. So even though there's a lot of systems, systems out there in the Atlantic Basin, none of them except the one in the Gulf of Mexico has much potential to bring moisture to North America, and even there it's expected to be light. Now, of course, we've got Hurricane, or actually Tropical Storm Hillary now that has moved inland and is pushing very quickly into Southern California. The storm system out there has produced quite a bit of rain. One to four inches has occurred from uh, the southwest part of Nevada down into the, de the desert areas east of Los Angeles. There has been some flooding. There will be some more flooding, another one to three inches of rain may fall in the same area as we go forward through the night tonight, and then the system will be winding down after that. There hasn't been a tremendous amount of impact on agriculture, and we don't expect a lot. There is tropical storm force winds occurring in parts of Southern California, obviously, and also in Baja California. Uh, there will be more damage in Baja California agricultural areas as well as personal property than there will be in California. All right, enough for the tropics there. I think for the rest of the world, there's really not too much to talk about from a tropical perspective 
perspective, uh, there are no disturbances uh, threatening western parts of the Pacific Ocean. All right, uh, so the outlook for the U.S. corn and soybean producing areas is a dry one for 12 days. Uh, you heard that right, 12 more days of dry weather. Uh, the ridge of high pressure is not going to be moving much. The tropics are helping to contribute to that, and uh, I think the odds are real high. We'll go 10 days and probably up to 12. The temperatures are going to be very warm to hot this week, but we do have a cooler high pressure system at the surface that will be coming through the Midwest as we go from Friday into Monday or Tuesday of next week. That'll turn the wind around to the northeast, bring in some cooler air, and bring the temperatures back down to a seasonable or slightly cooler than usual range for a brief period. But until then, it's going to be hot, hot, hot. We expect to see a lot of temperatures of 100 to 110 degrees across the Great Plains, some extremes to 115. We'll also see 95 to 105 occurring from southern Minnesota and parts of Wisconsin down to the Delta, and that will occur mostly mid to late week this week. So the heat and the dryness will be a real problem, and we've already seen a lot of that. The temperatures at Manhattan, Kansas reached 115 degrees yesterday. We saw temperatures a little bit cooler in Kansas today, but we do see other areas in the central and southern plains getting well over 100 as we go forward through the middle the latter part of this week. Most of the heat will likely retreat back into southern portions of Texas and the Delta as we get into the weekend coming up as that cooler air moves through the Midwest. But again, there's not much rain. The only rain that's going to occur is associated with that tropical system in South Texas, and we'll see some scattered showers occurring in the southeastern states. And as a cool front goes through the Midwest, uh, late Thursday going into Saturday, we will see some showers occurring there. And that would be Michigan, Indiana, Ohio mostly. Any showers occurred farther to the west will be extremely brief and light, not likely to have much of an impact. Some of the moisture from Hillary will reach up into Canada's prairies. That's going to be beneficial, but more important than that, there was frost and freezes reported this morning across the central portions of Alberta and west central Saskatchewan. These are the drought-stricken areas. Temperatures fell into the 30s. There were a couple of re extremes of 30 to 32 degrees reported in that region, and this is very early for that kind of thing to occur. Normal first freeze dates are around August 31st in northwestern Alberta, and more like the first week in September for the area that was impacted by frost this morning. So an assessment will be made as we go forward through these next few days. The showers that are going to come from Hillary to the prairies will certainly be welcome uh, to late season crops, especially in eastern Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Uh, the precipitation out in the drought-stricken areas may not be all that great. It might be a little bit of a disappointment for some folks, but they're harvesting right now, and so a lot of moisture is really not wanted at this point in time. They certainly will need it before the big freeze-up occurs in November. In the rest of the world, South America, looks like Brazil is going to see scattered showers and thunderstorms coming up. A little bit wetter than expected late last week, and it will be a little more broad-based over a larger part of the country, so a little bit of disruption to safrina corn and cotton harvesting may occur in the coming week to 10 days. Nothing big, nothing big, but some of the coffee areas might experience a little bit of flowering. That might excite the coffee market overnight. And in the meantime, it looks like the wheat crop in southern Brazil will continue to be in good shape. Early season first, well, I should say first season corn planting, in southern Brazil will certainly benefit from whatever rain falls. In Argentina, a little bit of rain in La Pampa and Buenos Aires coming up this week, but it is not expected to be very great, and it doesn't get to Cordoba or Santa Fe or anybody to the north. The next opportunity for rain in the southern parts of the country will hold off for about 10 to 12 days, so it doesn't look real good for changes in the overall drought there. Europe will be turning a little bit wetter this week, but not excessively wet. Temperatures will also be cooling down, but for the first half of this week, it'll still be warm and dry. In Russia, we'll see 
mostly quite a bit of shower activity except in Russia's southern region and parts of Kazakhstan. Those areas are going to continue to be dry and that area may be seeing enough dryness that there's a little crop stress taking place in some of that region. China is going to stay plenty moist. There is a little bit of drying occurring between the Yellow and Yangtze rivers right now and that may fester for a little while longer. I don't think it's a big deal. In fact, uh, that may be the one place in China that has really good conditions for a while. Everybody else may continue to be pretty wet. Southern Australia looks pretty dry. Keep an eye on them. We're not getting any rain in Queensland or northern New South Wales or northern Western Australia and all those areas will be reproducing in just a couple of weeks, two or three weeks down the road. And so it's going to be imperative they get some rain or they're going to run up short on yields there. And outside of that, India is still looking at some dry weather. I'm still concerned about premature monsoon withdrawal from Gujarat, Rajasthan, and Pakistan. And there's a lot of chatter out there about dryness in parts of India. I think it's overblown, but it is drying out in many areas, and they do need to see better rain. Central and eastern parts of India should get plenty of moisture in the coming week to 10 days, but the west and south might continue to struggle with dryness, with the exception of a handful of showers this week, probably in eastern Gujarat, western Madhya Pradesh, and northern and eastern parts of Maharashtra. Everybody else will probably see that drying bias in the west and south. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.